global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. And I'm Karen Moscow. This update's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 85 years. Learn more at ADR.org. Stocks are rallying with emerging markets as investors add to bets that U.S. interest rates will stay lower for longer, keeping growth on track. And we check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day on Bloomberg. S&P E-mini futures up five points. Dow E-mini futures up 53. And Nasdaq E-mini futures up 11. The DAX in Germany is up 1.8 percent. Ten-year Treasury up 3.30 seconds. The yield 1.72 percent. Yield on the two-year 0.79 percent. NYMEX crude oil up 1.3 percent or 64 cents to $50.33 a barrel. Gomex gold down six tenths percent or $7.10 to $12.40.30 an ounce. The euro, $1.1340. The yen, $107.74. And Valiant Pharmaceuticals International cutting its 2016 profit forecast as its new chief executive starts his attempt to turn around the embattled drug maker. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Tom and Mike. Karen Moscow, thank you very much. Bloomberg Surveillance is brought to you by uh, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. Well, according to the Associated Press, it is to be Hillary. Hillary Clinton has enough pledged and superdelegates to claim the Democratic nomination, the first woman nominated by a major American political party to run for president. Bernie Sanders disagrees. We'll see what happens in the primaries that are today. But if indeed this is uh, our lineup, uh, Trump uh, against Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton has to unify her party and get on with the one-on-one race. Margie O'Mara is a Democratic strategist. She's executive vice president of public affairs at Penn Schoen Berlin, and she joins us now. Uh, uh, Margie, there's a very interesting uh, new poll out from the uh, ABC uh, Washington Post polling folks, Gary Langer and and his folks, uh, that uh, compares this year to 2008. In 2008, 24% of Clinton supporters said they would vote for John McCain over Barack Obama when Hillary Clinton finally conceded. That didn't happen. They ended up voting overwhelmingly for Obama. This year, 20% of Sanders supporters say they'll vote for Trump over Clinton. Do we see the same playbook play out? Do those voters come home? Well, sure. Well, I I think that's very, very likely to happen. And those numbers are right and they're consistent. There have been other uh, metrics, other ways to compare 2008 to this year. NBC Wall Street Journal has similar numbers where they ask folks now and in 2008, do you think the long primary has been helpful or harmful? And you have more folks saying it was harmful in 2008 than now. This is among Democrats. Um, you have Sanders and Clinton voters in Gallup, uh, Gallup, recent Gallup poll saying that the uh, long primary has not hurt the party. So it, there have been a lot of polls that, that have pointed to the same point. So, uh, you know, and you also have about half, this is the kind of funny part, the Democrats are divided on whether or not they're divided, while Republicans are unified <laughs> on the fact that they're divided. That's another interesting nugget from the ABC Wall Street, uh, Washington Post poll. So I think taken together, this is a sign that 
you know, Democrats are very much going to be united among, you know, one for the for the historic nature of our supremely qualified and strong uh, presumptive nominee in Hillary Clinton, and in the and in you know the incredibly dangerous and unqualified. And, um, you know, I'm shocked that you would say anything like that, of course. No, I mean, Uh, it's it's outrageous. So it's it's just not respect for the office. So, I mean, there's, there's, we're all, we're all going to rally around for sure around the fact that uh, Donald Trump is a a Republican. There there are some warning signs in the polls. And uh, again, I want to quote from uh, the ABC Washington Post poll. And that is uh, with young people because Bernie Sanders has certainly energized a lot of them, brought them out to vote. And according to the this survey, in March, uh, the under 30s, uh, if asked whether they would be supporting Hillary versus Donald, was 64.25 for her. But in May, 45.42, it had, uh, it had closed up a lot. Um, what what does she have to do to convince young people? I mean, she's a status quo candidate that she can be a candidate of change, you know, to to uh, appeal to what they want. Well, I think there's a couple different ways to, do, you know, do that. I mean, one is simply by being the nominee that will help move a lot of those voters over who simply, you know, find uh, Trump distasteful for all the obvious reasons. I think a focus on it, uh, the issues that affect a lot of young people personally, which she's done and I think will continue to do, such as making college more affordable, um, it, uh, gender pay equality, family medical leave, and also a reform of the uh, right. of the influence of special interests and of the electoral system. I think a lot of those things will really very much appeal to younger people. If you have Obama right. coming out and stumping for her, I think that'll play a role too. Marjorie Merrill with us with Penn Schoen Berlin, obviously in support of the secretary. Margie, I, I love the idea that you work for a shop called Purple Strategies and Purple <laughs> Insights. Does the secretary go after Mr. Trump to gain purple votes, or does the secretary act presidential and remove herself above the fray, uh, uh, the discourse of the moment? Does she stay away from it, or does she attack him head on to get those independent votes? Well, I think that um, I, I think a few things. One, I think women are going to decide this election, and I think um, women who are, you know can be very much responsive to Clinton's message, pointing out not just Trump's incredibly insulting views on women, but insulting views toward everybody. I mean, what I hear in focus groups, particularly with women voters, is a worry that Trump doesn't have the right temperament to be president um, by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, even folks who agree with him worry that he or who are Strong Republicans worry that he doesn't have the right temperament to be president. So pointing that out, I think, is important. And she had a, uh, she had a very great reception to her foreign policy speech uh, last week, where she spoke about Trump, uh, you know, his unfit his unfitness for the job. Okay. And I, I think I, she's going to continue I, I to do that. I get that. And, and with your pedigree, mayors against illegal guns, Emily's list, uh, the D, the DCC and, you know, you know, working with de- the Democratic Party. That's all fine. She's got to win by going to get other voters, right? How yep. does she do that? I mean, she's been a little distracted recently. How does she go get those people that maybe want to vote for Mr. Trump, but can't? What's her, what's your prescription for her to win those voters? Well, a few things. One, you know, to make this election about the voters. Donald Trump is making it about Donald Trump's 
um, about himself, about how he's a winner and how great he is. I, voters want to vote for somebody who is going to fight for them, who puts them first, who understands them, who gets their struggles, gets their needs. And that's something that Clinton has done in a lot of her small events. She's done a lot of her advertising. She's in now as, as the primary received in the rear view mirror over the next few months, um, she's going to be able to really devote more time to really just that and draw that sharp contrast between herself and Trump. What does she need to do to gin up enthusiasm in the fall in the sense that uh, he has tremendously high negatives, but hers aren't far behind. And a lot of people say uh, pox on both their houses. Yeah, I just, I, I mean, look, he is the most unpopular candidate with his own base. You know, the most unpopular Republican candidate was Republicans in modern times. I mean, he's, he is a lot, I mean, he waltzed through to his nomination, yet is, is supremely damaged. So, you know, so he has a lot of, he for sure has a lot of work to do with his own surrogates. You know, let's start there, right? Um, meanwhile, I think for Clinton, there's this myth that people are not enthusiastic about her. The last poll might have been the ABC Wall Street, or, uh, Washington Post poll or the NBC, where they looked at the enthusiasm enthusiasm gap between Sanders and Clinton, and it was single digits. It was really like six points. It was not some, you know, overwhelming crisis. It was something that can be yeah. shored up between now and November for sure. Whom does she choose as her running mate? Well, I think, you know, they're looking at a lot of, you know, great folks from what I've read in the reports. Um, I know whether it's a well, that's a very good polling question. I have not had the honor to answer. And I don't know, you know, well, I think having a Put woman that on your to-do I mean, list my... for today. Do that today. Get back to us. <laughs> okay, I'll send you the invoice. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I think having a woman would be great. Um, I think having, uh, you know, it's just sort of highlight for sure the difference between what's going on in the Democratic side and our inclusivity and how we're the party of everybody um, versus what's going on with Trump and he's the, you know, he, he's hijacked the party and they seem, you know, willing to let it happen. Um, so I think that would be great. But I know there are lots of other really great options. And, you know, whether it's Tim Kaine or uh, Julian Castro or, um, or you know, Al Franken people talk about, I think, you know, mm-hmm. this is, we have a really good bench. We have a really good bench. That would be something, Clinton Franken. I can see. I mean, <laughs> Mark, we, I mean, what we don't have is, uh, you know, candidates who are would be unwilling, who would say no, which is what you have. On yeah. the okay, there is that, that. that is an important distinction, Margie O'Meara. Thank you so much. Our email has lit up like a candle since you come up, Margie O'Meara, with Penn Shown. Uh, Berlin clearly showing her support for the secretary this morning. No surprise. Uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, has now come out and endorsed uh, Hillary Clinton. She remained neutral as the leader of the Democrats in the House and through the primary season, but has now decided to throw her support to the presumptive nominee. The election, the conventions beckon. Also, of course, a vote in the United Kingdom. Another hour of Bloomberg surveillance.